0: Hi there, and welcome to my next episode. Today I have another guest. Um, she's back in Austria. We have a nine-hour time difference right now. And um, can you please introduce yourself a little bit? Hi there, I'm
1: Katharina. I'm six weeks old, and I'm the sister of Judith. And yeah, now I'm joining the podcast with her.
0: Thank you so much. So we will talk about the whole life as a teenager today because she's now in her... Yeah, in the middle of teenage years. She's she's 16, as she said before. And I will ask her a few questions and I hope <laughs> you can answer them. Yeah, I think we're just starting it. Okay, so my first question is for you. Um how is life for you right now with 16? So you can can talk about normal life, like what are you doing right now and stuff, or we can also dig in a little bit in COVID because now you're 16, it started when you were 14. So you were, yeah, right in the beginning and now you're in the middle. So do you wanna talk a little bit about that, please?
1: Yes, so um, my normal life is combined with many challenges and changes, I mean, I grow to an adult and the society and my parents force you in a role you should pursue. And especially with COVID, it's difficult to go out and, I mean, clubbing and something like that. So you you don't go and so you can't connect with the society and you're stuck in your home and can't have connections with your friends, so friendship dies.
0: Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that's hard when I'm honest. Yeah, and uh, also um, we can go out legally with 16 in Austria, so you can buy your own beer and wine with 16, and you can buy the hard seltzer and schnapps and all of that with 18, so vodka, rum, all that kind of stuff, white cloths, I mean, we do not have white claws, but to make a huge difference so you can um go in bars and um um at any activity in the evening the night thing you can go with 16. i mean there are a few with 18 but most of it is with 16 and you got beer and wine okay so um before covid hit you couldn't go out because you were 14. can you go out now
1: yeah, when COVID wouldn't be there, I could go out mm-hmm. because our parents in Austria decide for their children when they can go out. So my mom was like, yeah, you go out at 16. And now I'm 16 and can't go out because of COVID. But I nice. I know many friends, they um, went clubbing like 14, 15? How did they come and, in? Yeah, they start early.
0: But um, are they having a fake ID?
1: Yeah, many of them have a fake ID so they can buy drinks for 18. Okay, so wow. 14. You can buy vodka or something like that. So you have fake ID and you can get it. And I think many of them buy not legal drinks because of the looks. Because in Austria, it's not that strict in many places. So
0: you can
1: just go to the bar as a 16 years old look like 21, and um, say, yeah, I have a vodka soda, and you get it. Because the bartender or something thinks you're pretty, or I don't know. You get it.
0: I mean, I think it's harder to get um, alcohol in a grocery store um and it's not like it's easier when you're in a bar or stuff like that but i mean yeah (laughs) life is what it is but i think here in the u.s it's definitely harder because they're always checking your id because yeah you know 21 is a huge difference than 18 or 16 so yeah but i mean why not
1: (laughs) Uh were 16 it was allowed to drink at 16 the hard R- stuff right right so okay like um, smoke was legal at 16 and now it's not I mean it changed so I grew up with that law and my sister you grow up with a different law so
0: yeah so right um I totally forgot that. <laughs> so when I was uh when I was 16 the law was I can get any kind of alcohol with 16 and I could also buy cigarettes not weed because weed is illegal in Austria. Um so then when I was 17 and a half I think so they changed the law to um, the you can get the hard stuff with eighteen and buying cigarettes also with eighteen. So the rest is illegal under eighteen. I mean that's good, but still three years younger than in the U.S. So, yeah. Okay, to continue with the next question is a little bit a little bit spicy or more intimate question. So, first boyfriend. Did you ever have a boyfriend? Yes or no? And um, when was it? Um,
1: I had two boyfriends until now. So my first was at 11, I think. <laughs> Is it
0: real a boyfriend?
1: Year... What? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it was a kindergarten boyfriend. So okay. in Austria, we call that that it's not a real relationship you just saw and say hi and now you together so it's not really a relationship but you call it but he um, we have a we had a date in a cinema mm-hmm. with his parents <laughs> behind us that was very awkward but it was okay I mean we were eleven so and my second boyfriend. I had my second birth boyfriend last year and it was about two months so not very long and it was a bit complicated for a 16 year old with a boyfriend who can't really talk about his feeling and me who can't talk about my feelings so it was very very difficult to understand each other Mm -hmm. And I think in this this age, you can't really communicate properly. So when you don't learn it in your home, you can't talk about something like that. Solely your feelings or how you feel about the situation or about uh, very meaningful uh, topics, you can't just talk about that. And I think that's very sad.
0: Okay, so what are you saying is that when you're sixteen it's sometimes not every time, but sometimes it can be hard um to have a real and honest and meaningful relationship at that age because you're not that like you because you're not fully adult or grown up so you're just in the middle of your teenage years and like your whole body's changing, and so everything is everything is changing, so it's hard to have like a um strict and meaningful relationship
1: yeah that's what i'm saying i mean we both grow into adults and we have both a changing and it's hard to um accept that that the other partner change or grow better than you and you stuck in that phase so it's hard to um fit
0: Mm -hmm. together yeah so to have the perfect fit right i mean that's that's also when you're like older and you have a relationship and you are growing in different directions and so i think that's the same as when you're a kid but i mean the good thing is everything that you're doing you're learning from it so what did you learn from that so what taught it like what did it teach you
1: i think the most i've learned from this relationship is to trust the other more and to um, be more open and and spontaneous to things, so I was strict and I was not like spontaneous and didn't do things quite easy. So it was hard for him because he was that person who loves adventure and always have not a plan, <laughs> and so it. be more spontaneous
0: yeah yeah i think i think that's why we're sisters because i love to plan i'm same i'm not a huge spontaneous person for me it wasn't my boyfriend that was spontaneous for me it's now my um female friends here my au pair friends who are super spontaneous so i need to be spontaneous um yeah so i mean it's good that you um learned that uh with 16 or a little before and not with (laughs) Twenty. <laughs> that's pretty good so the next topic is um, a little bit background um, my sister you um, moved away with my mom with our mom when you were 14 so and I stayed in our old neighborhood when when I was nearly 18 yeah uh, so you're basically um you were basically the last few years uh, a lone child or a single child and not a sibling anymore for that because we didn't see each other quite often and then COVID hit and then it was even less. So, how was that for you and how do you feel or how how, how did you feel then and now? Can you compare a little bit, please?
1: So, at the beginning, it was very hard for me because you move in a complete. um complete strange city don't. you don't know anybody there, you don't know the surroundings, you don't know people, you don't know buildings, you don't know anything about this place and you don't have your family, you don't have your best friend and your sister and you don't have anybody to really um be there, so it was very hard for me to accept that fact that I'm now way, way <laughs> back where my family lives lives now. <laughs> and yeah, it but now I accept it and live with it. <laughs> I mean it's still hard because when I visit my family I feel like, oh my God, home again finally. And it feels like a good warm feeling in your heart. So it, it's very beautiful to come back to your old city uh but yeah the reality hits and you can't just be there forever so you have to go home and that thing is still hard for me mm-hmm. so yeah
0: okay so um you decided to do another school year like to do to do more school because um you already had uh 8 years of school done and so you need a nine like another year that you're completely done and you you mean you can you could only do that ninth year or you can just do the four more years in school. So why why did you decide to do that and not start working after the ninth year?
1: Yeah, many people think I'm crazy to continue school, but I think it was still a hard decision, but in the same time easy because I didn't find really a workplace I want to attend and I don't really love anything in that um, places and um, so I thought okay let's do a school with a normal final exam Mm -hmm. and then you can um, decide what you want to do really in your life and that was um, a relief because, I mean, you're 15, 14, 15, 14, 14, oh 14 15. and you have to decide what you're doing with your life. I mean, that's a hard, hard question to ask for a child. So I think now it was a good decision. <laughs> and yeah.
0: Yeah, okay. Right, I mean, I also um had to decide what I want to do when I was fourteen, and I decided to do um a five year school with a degree in about three jobs. Um, so it was a longer school, and um I had more hours of school and more subjects and all of that stuff because I had a I, I mean I have a degree right now for that and so the school that um Katarina is going um does not have a school degree like in jobs she, I mean she has a normal school degree but not a special one in jobs so she cannot just go in any jobs with that degree but she can study everything and I mean of course she can work in a lot of jobs. So that's just different. But I think for you, it was the best because um she's also in a school where um she has a lot of contact to music, so this is a special school, so I had cooking and accounting and stuff, and where you are going, you are doing music classes and um all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, I play
1: an instrument too. So, my um, kind of school offers very different parts, but my path was a music path. So, you learn an instrument and have uh, music lessons where you learn about history of music and um, to play and create songs. So I thought it was very interesting. Because I grew in, as we both grew up, in a very music family with our members playing instruments. And I thought it was cool to be in that part. Yeah.
0: Right. Um, and also, um, how was it for you um, when you moved away uh, and you started a new school? You um, are not having your old friends there right now. So now the topic is, do you have new friends? How was it to find new friends in a completely new environment? Or is it easy or hard? Um, and also I think COVID also impacted. So how was it for you?
1: Yeah, it, it was not very hard to leave um, the friends behind. Uh, really? Except my best friend, because I wasn't that good with them, and that showed when I moved here. I think the most difficult um, situation you have to deal with is finding new friends outside of school. Right. So you don't just go to a friend group and say, hey, be friend with me. So <laughs> in school you learn, yeah, many friends, and that's okay I mean I have I know very much people in school so um, yeah I only have uh, friends in school and outside it's not really friends so I don't call them friends you just um, meet them sometimes or snap with them or something like that but they're not real friends to me um so it's hard it's it's a big challenge for you to deal mm-hmm. and i don't think i uh, have accepted the fact that i don't really find a uh, real friends at the time and covid um was a real blocker for that <laughs> so you can't go up or you you didn't go to places and didn't meet people so right. it was it was a challenge yes
0: right yeah and i think the other thing it's a little bit um like it's it's the same here because um you have to think about okay where can i meet people and of course you cannot go out because of covid but i cannot go out because i'm not 21 so we are back <laughs> in the same situation and now you like question yourself it's like okay where do i meet people and Right, I I love the thing is like you, you cannot just go to a friends group and say hi, <laughs> because um a lot of people are knowing each other from school or from high school or then college and I like I just moved here like five months ago, so I have no clue and stuff, and you cannot just join like uh, I don't know because everyone's like yeah you know just join a sports club and stuff but, there are not a lot of sports club where there are twenty I don't know two years. 22 years old to 25 or stuff, um, because no one is really going to stuff like that. And they do not have, like, youth clubs than we have in Austria. And I think that's a little bit easier, because we have youth clubs in normally every bigger village. And so you can ju- normally just go there, like, as I did in my old village. Um, so it's pretty cool to join something like that, because then you have the same age group. But here it's definitely hard. But I think it's also the same situation as um as you are right now, for that.
1: Yeah. Um. So many told me, yeah, join a sport, or yeah, go to a place where people you age meet. But it's hard uh, to ex to go there and say now I'm here and yeah it's 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 a step out of your comfort zone and i'm honest i'm a person who loves their comfort zone so I, it's it's hard for me to step out of it
0: yeah i can understand that it's It's not easy. I mean, the other thing is, what's pretty cool is you can use um, different apps for friends. I mean, there are, I think there are only apps for friends. And I mean, also, I mean, Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, and anyone, like anything like that. But these are more for dating. So you're not really meet anyone because, yeah, they're all not open for just meeting. They're just open for anything else like that. (laughs) I think we all know what I mean. Um... But um, there are a lot of friends app. Did you ever try something like that? Yeah,
1: I think the um, most liked app for me is Snapchat. I think um, American knows them. Or when COVID hit in 2020, um, House Party was a big deal.
0: Right, Austria. House Party, forgot so about that.
1: So you it. met... So many people. So you joined um, a random party. And now, I mean, I have three people. I still snap with them from this app.
0: Wow, that's cool.
1: You meet so many people on this app. But now it's not a big deal and it's not trendy anymore. So you don't use it
0: yeah but the other thing is when you met the people or like or started um snapping um or started use snapchat um are they really um are they living near to you or more far away
1: the problem is the most people i really like are far away from me
0: where so
1: most of them are back where i lived in <laughs> in The hometown, okay. it's, it's hard because I don't know why, but the people are very, very sympathetic, are yeah. nice, and um, they they feel the same vibe as you do. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I met um a few people here, and they are not crazy or something, <laughs> but some of so you just add them and then you um, ask and the most reaction you get when you snap with them or or send a picture is like are you having a boyfriend what is your sex life (laughs) and so on so it is not that um, cool when you snap with many people so yeah
0: yeah yeah Okay, to summarize um, the whole topic a little bit again. Um, so, what are the negative sides and the uh, most, like, the hard, hardest things when you're 16?
1: So, the hardest thing is to uh, fit in society and be the person you want to be in the future. And to find um, persons you want to spend the rest of your life with, and good friends, and yeah, that was so I think that's the hardest thing to do,
0: okay, and um to be more positive, so what are the good sides um to be sixteen?
1: <laughs> I think the good side is that you finally can drink alcohol like a little but <laughs> wow, <laughs> yeah, I...
0: wow, that is the first thing that comes like across your mind, wow. <laughs>
1: you compared with alcohol I don't think it's the most precious one but I think what I like the most about it is that you get more responsibility so you start your driver's lessons too and you get so many responsibilities and you can do more with your life and be finally a little bit more free yeah
0: Yeah. I mean right I mean you can also um join um elections so you can be part of that. So you can um when when we have um um government selection you can go there and give your vote. So that's also with sixteen, that's also cool. Oh, I forgot about
1: that <laughs> because I didn't do it until now. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's that's also a big responsibility so Voting. you care about your um, land and something like
0: that. Yeah, your country. Yeah. I mean I think uh I t- talked about that with Lisa as well. Austria country proud and the US huge difference. Yeah. But yeah, you can also vote when you're sixteen in Austria. That's also cool. I mean yeah. yeah. I would say it's better when you're eighteen because a normal sixteen years old um have 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 no clue about, um, voting and all of that. So okay, which parties are now in the tops, and which people are representing the parties and all that. So it's pretty, yeah, but
1: I don't think no no I don't think that that is the problem. I think uh, voting so soon is a um, big pressure because you
0: right. Um,
1: yeah, you have a part, what you accept, and that's hard to make that de- decision in yeah. such a young age.
0: Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, of course, there's al- always in life good and bad sides. Yeah, but I think we had a nice talk. How do you feel? Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I think my English would not. Was
0: not that great, but I give it a, my best. I guess. You're trying your best, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, for me also, I'm. It's not our native language, but we are trying, and yeah, we're sorry for our wrong tenses. I think I think that's the hardest part, tenses, because it's way harder to say something in a different tense, like I don't know past tense or all of that. But I mean, I hope. It's not, it was not that bad, uh, but I think so. And we are learning, you know.
1: Yeah, I, big apologies. <laughs> so, I also thought it was weird to talk with you in English. Yeah. So, yeah, it was weird,
0: <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, we, we did it, so thank you so much for joining me and having that conversation about it.
1: Yeah, um, you're welcome. <laughs> okay oh my okay That's then it's just lacking, so we better turn this off
0: so okay yeah bye. perfect okay so then bye thank you and um thank you so much for listening